Hey, spring training is in full swing. It's time to start thinking Yahoo Fantasy Baseball drafts. Flex your skills as a real GM. You doing fantasy baseball this year, Jack? How are you staying away? Uh, I don't play fantasy baseball, no. That I one? like football. It's like football is like, no, it's only a couple days a week. Baseball is like a full-time job. You got to like juggle pitching rotations and everything. Too complicated. Well, it's not that complicated because you should be using <laughs> Yahoo. Their newly lineup format makes it even easier than ever. Use the set active players feature to set your lineup up for the week in just one tap. Oh. Try excellent. it out, Jacko. The Yahoo Fantasy Baseball is the official fantasy game of Major League Baseball. Sign up right now at yahoo.com slash fantasy baseball. We're also brought to you by SeatGeek, the best app for buying and selling tickets for sporting events, concerts, and more. Not Hartford Whaler tickets yet. Sadly. At some point, there's there's Whaler's buzz. Maybe they can hook me up with some U2 tickets when they play Mohegan Sun the, the day after my birthday. Oh, well, I'll have to ask. SeatGeek's been great to us. See if we could do that for me. That'd be good. Worst case scenario, for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on uh, any game or sporting event, use promo code RINGERMLB. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. Dot com. My name is Bill Simmons. This is my buddy Jacko. We call each other every once in a while to uh, talk about the Red Sox and the Yankees, uh, usually yeah. on my podcast. But now we are um, we're we're using the Ringer MLB show and Jacko. Nice. It's close. Baseball's really weirdly close. I don't know when opening days became like a, a three days before April thing, but now that's that's where we are. I'm not I'm not mentally ready yet. Are you? Uh, I'm not, especially because we're having our fourth nor'easter in the last three weeks here in New England. And although it's not snowing outside of my window right now, we're supposed to get a significant snowfall tonight. So uh, it's a little odd to think about baseball with snow on the horizon. But yes, uh, they've, they've been having like March opening days for a while now. I think ever since they've had the wild card, so they don't have to extend the season into December to have a World Series champ. So they move it a few days earlier. Yeah, I think every year I get mad about it and I'm just old and I forget about it. But man, especially this year because, you know, it's just March 29th just feels, I'm just not ready yet. I'm not emotionally no. ready. The NBA did this too. They moved the schedule up earlier and it was uh, it was not the same. But we were going to talk about the Yankees. Yeah. Um, I studied your depth chart for two and a half minutes before we started this show. <laughs> Excellent. And, uh, and the thing, just the glaring thing that jumped out at me was your new hero, don't call me Mike Stanton. Giancarlo right. Stanton. John, uh, John Carlo. Giancarlo. Giancarlo? I was corrected last time we did a podcast because I kept saying, I think, I don't know what I was saying. I, was, I think I was saying Giancarlo and, the, and uh, people were all over me. It's it's pronounced like phonetically J-A-W-N Carlo. Giancarlo. Giancarlo. Giancarlo Stanton. Well, Giancarlo doesn't play the field, apparently. He's just going to be your DH, which is great when you're David Ortiz and you might be like 47 years old, but this guy's in the prime of his career. And you were so excited for this trade, and you're basically going to see him four times a night. Congratulations. Well, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna platoon with Judge, and they had an experiment where they had him play some left field, and it was a sunny day down in Florida, and it, it did not go well, but it was the first time he'd ever played left because the hope was they could put him in left and judge in right or vice versa and have then Gardner and Hicks platoon in center. Yeah. But the beauty of this, of this, uh, his ability to DH is that, you know, he, he can play right field and judge can play uh, DH sometimes and they can reverse that. There's times that they may both be in the field and, mm, and they're going to have uh, the crack in DH. Oh, so there, there's, this is, this is Red Sox libel that you're spreading here that, this notion that he's never going to play in the field. He's going to play in the field. Johnny, I'm just looking at the ESPN depth chart 
And guess where it says for designated hitter? It says G. Well, sure, Stanton. more times than not, he's going to be there. I, there's probably, nothing about a platoon. He's not going to play the field. He's not going to play the field. And believe me, he's not getting paid to catch the ball and throw out runners. He's getting paid to hit shots to the moon, which he will do regardless of where he plays. Well, mate, we'll see because you know he's used to he's been on the field in the field his whole life, and now he's just sitting there for an hour between at bats. Working on a we'll swing, see how it goes. Looking at video. I'm sure. I'm sure he won't be looking at his phone, thinking about the New York City nightlife that night. Maybe checking out checking out the girls in the first few rows, David Cohen style. I'm sure he'll be totally focused. You're you're better than this. I know that you're hurt by him I, being on the Yankees, and you're still you're lashing out. But this is really grasping at straws. I have a lot of concerns about Stanton in in the Big Apple under the bright lights. I have a lot of concerns. Is he it's, single? I mean, it's let's look it up. Is, is he some single? Of that is legitimate. He's never played in a big situation before. He's been down in Florida with no pressure. You know, on a, on a where basically it was a Triple A team and him. Yeah, I, I know they had guys like Yelich and other guys that have had some value who they also traded away, but he's never had to be the guy. He's never been in a playoff run that I'm aware of. Uh, he's under the bright lights of, as you say, in the big city with you know multiple media outlets covering him on a daily basis, which he didn't experience in Miami. Certainly not to the degree he's going to do it in New York. So yeah, there's some legitimate concern there, as well as his injury history. There, there's reason for doubt, but if you look on the optimistic side of it, there's also the possibility he could hit 70 home runs in that right. lineup. So um, life Whoa. is not without risk. Let's let's look back at Mike Stanton's life and see if he'll be able to handle the bright lights and and all the ladies and the nightlife in in the city that the city that literally never sleeps, New York the city, city. Literally never sleeps. Yes. Grew up in uh in Southern California. Sure. Where he was around the around just very nice looking ladies all the time. Um, I'm sure. But you know he's a focused guy. I'm sure he went to a college that you know where he could really focus on baseball and not get distracted by. You know, a party city or anything like that. Oh, he went to Tulane. Where's that? Is that New Orleans? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Wow. Right? Now goes to to Miami. He's in South right. Beach. So he's right. Southern California to New Orleans to South Beach. That which is so what you're telling me is he has experience in living in major metropolitan uh, metropolises rather that have uh, a, a nightlife that may be tempting, and he has overcome it at every point. Apparently, well, he didn't wash out in high school. He didn't wash out at Tulane, and he was the NL MVP in Miami last year. So now he's in New York City after new, being in New Orleans and Miami, two places <laughs> right. that are incredibly fun, but yet a little under the radar. There are always rumors that LeBron and Wade and Bosch, they, they love being in Miami partly because you're getting all the things you get from an awesome city, from a nightlife, party, woman, whatever perspective, and it's under the radar and you don't have people following you out of clubs and you don't have paparazzi and you don't have like a whisper campaign and all this stuff. You're right. New York City, I don't know. I think it's going to be well, a big we'll adjustment see. for him. I, ju- I just want to talk totally it out. Bad. I want to make sure you're all right with it. Are you okay with it? I'm, I'm okay Not with worried? it. Not yes. worried? Do you want to have a talk with him? I'm going to take my chances. Well, we'll see. I guess we'll see how it goes. And then uh, Aaron Judge, who right. you know, had a thing. I actually thought Aaron Judge was pretty good in right field last year. Um, and that's where he'll be most of the time. Maybe my, he'll be playing some left field. Not most of the time. You just told me he was gonna he was gonna be DHing every so often. You, you're well, changing his circumstances. Switch. They're gonna have a great platoon when you have so many weapons like the Yankees do. You're gonna find spots to get these guys in the lineup. Believe me. Do you think Stanton's only gonna DH after games when he tells the manager that he was out until five thirty in the morning <laughs> the night before, or no? 
But no, you know, Judge is single too. I think that maybe they'll live together. Maybe it'll be like, you <laughs> oh, know, that's even better. back in the 60s. Oh, I hope they hang apartment out. apartment focused on baseball. I hope they hang out. I'm trying, Do you think they could hang out, those two and Shia LaBeouf? It'll just be the three of them? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Who else could they hang out with? Sad. I'm trying this to think. Sad. Ah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Two, two, two tall, fun. handsome superstars in New York City. What could go wrong? They're going to own the city, baby, like Mantle and Maris. Mm, man, man, Mantle. <laughs> Mantle would have done great in 2018 with the internet. Well, I'm saying, what could have yeah. gone wrong there? Right, right. Uh, listen, I, this is all, I, all I'm hoping for is um, some nightlife shenanigans because I just keep looking at Stanton and Judge together and trying to figure out how they're not going to hit 125 homers. <laughs> And then you throw in Sanchez, who, who's been red hot this spring, and it's like kind of flying under the radar. Mm. I mean, that lineup is really, it's, this is the best Yankee lineup probably in my life, arguably. Sanchez, yeah. When you're playing a 70-win team, you know he'll show up for that one. Oh, my God. It'll be great. <laughs> you're trying to talk yourself into this, and I'm just not going nah, to lower I, myself down to your level. If I was a Devil Rays fan... Or an Oakland A's fan, I would be really, I'd be scared of Sanchez. I think you have to be. He's pr- he's proven over and over again that against the also rins of the American League, that guy can do right. some damage. Um, right. Yes, that's it. Let's uh, let's quickly move over to the pitching staff where. Yeah. I see Severino is the ace, and he's the guy. The last time Opening we saw, starter. yeah, the last time we saw him, um. I don't, did he actually, did he die during the playoffs and then they resuscitated him or was he just in a coma? What happened? Did he actually, was he, did, did he actually die and have an outer body experience and then came back to life? What happened there? He looked, the guy, kid was a rookie. He did not pitch well in the, in the uh, wild card playoff game against Minnesota. Did not get out of the first inning, but I think he was decent after that in the playoffs. I think he, he learned from that mistake. He was decent. too overhyped. Yeah, he was all right. Decent. Is that what we're going with? We're going with decent. The kid was a rookie. He's got all the potential in the world. Did you or did you not? Well, first of all, he started four games and pitched 16 innings. Oh, there you go. That doesn't, that's blemish. That he had one inning, one game like where he didn't get out of the first inning. True or false, did you say to me, I can't believe what's going on with Luis Severino. I hate this guy. I can't believe he's no. killed us completely in the playoffs. <laughs> No, that's that's that was okay. false. That, I right. wouldn't say that, that was false. You don't have a tape of that, do you? But no, I, was, um, I can look through my texts, but I do remember <laughs> some angry Severino texts. <laughs> there, I don't know. There may have been. He may have disappointed me in that Twins game, but I don't. I don't think I completely threw him under the bus. I mean, you are the same guy. He's who, not the type of. He's not the type of guy that would draw my ire like a like a Tyler Clippard who I despise <laughs> you, you, or, Jacoby, or Jacoby Ellsbury who I despise. So I'm not going to, I wouldn't throw Luis Severino who was a rookie under the bus. Yeah. Frankly, you might've crossed the line with Tyler Clippard on social media. Sure I that, I, that I plead guilty to. <laughs> Severino. I know you're not pleased with um, the worst you've ever, the worst you've ever done was when you turned on, the legend Mariano Rivera in, in 2009, yeah, which I had listen, regrets about that. You, you're going to carry that one to your grave and we all were there and we know what happened, but all right. So you got Severino, Severino's your ace who completely choked last in October. Sun, Once. Yeah. Sonny Gray. Yeah. That's your two, your number two starter. Apparently. Well, no, I, Tanaka is the number two guy. Tanaka. Yeah. Masa. who's brilliant in the playoffs. Brilliant. Unhittable. 
Yeah, that was I was weird. ready to give him a $200 million contract if he opted out, but he chose to not opt out. He didn't opt out. No. So he, what I didn't understand about last year was during the actual season, not great. He was horrible. Yeah. Really okay. bad in the beginning of the season. Three really good post postseason starts. And now you've right. locked him in now as the Andy Pettit of your generation, of this generation of Yankees. <laughs> well, the, now the Andy Pettit of the Andy Pettit of this generation is Sabathia, who has become Andy Pettit. Now he's the crafty left-hander with no oomph on his fastball anymore, but he gets you out through his brains rather than his brawn. And he's in the best shape of his life. <laughs> I think we said is, that about Sabathia every year for the last eight. <laughs> well, as people on Twitter pointed out to me, the, the Yankee fans, they were not happy about that. They prefer fat Sabathia and think he pitches better that way. So after I posted a workout video of him or something I saw on the Internet, I kind of had second thoughts about it. And I think I might prefer heftier Sabathia myself. So you think that there's a certain weight range for Sabathia that he exceeds that actually helps him as a pitcher. Yeah, I mean, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The guy's been a, you know, all-star caliber pitcher in Cy Young conversation at 300 plus pounds. So why fool around with why fool around with what's worked? I know he did it because his knees were bad, and it's obviously less wear and tear on his knees and what have you. But you know, dance with the girl what brung you. You gotta you gotta be yourself. Yeah, I feel this way about certain well, a- certain actresses who got just too skinny. We've we've talked go. about them over the years. Dance with what brought you, um, Sunny Gray. Yeah, first full season in the New York spotlight in, in New York. Yeah, and then Montgomery, who was actually pretty good last year. Right, didn't mind him. Um, but Tansis, longtime yeah. staple of my uh, of my keeper team. I think I've had him for like six years. Yeah. And then speaking of weight stuff, got a little concerned. He lost fourteen pounds this year. He said. That's came, good. Came he, in his spring was, training 14 pounds later, which is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because his whip was up and he was walking too many guys. Yeah, but on the other hand, he's he still striking no out to an inning. Yeah, no, he, he throws, still throws gas, but last year he had no control. He was he was really bad in certain spots. I mean, he was terrible. I don't think he was much of a postseason factor, in fact. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think they brought him in for one, one crucial batter or inning, and he made things a little more interesting than they needed to be. Um but yeah, he's had sort of an up and down spring, so he's a question mark. I'm not going to lie to you; he's a question mark. But their bullpen is strong enough to allow him to be a question mark because they have a lights out bullpen. Do you think they do have a great bullpen? Do you think Betances will? Do you think he'll put on weight when he's having hot dogs from a hot dog truck at 5:30 in the morning with Mike Stanton? Or Jim, in all likelihood, Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he's another tall guy. He's tall too, Batances. So the okay. three of them could really just go out and, you know, lay waste to the city. Yeah. And who's, I mean, they could just blend right in at six, six and six, seven. Absolutely. Nobody's going to notice them. It's absolutely. Chapman's Batances back. Is like six, eight. Is Chapman's, Chapman's back. Is he still running with a limp or is he, is it a little better now? <laughs> I think he's fine. As far as I know, he's healthy and feels good. What did we ever figure out what happened to him last year during that, uh, Brief mid-sweet season swoon as he completely destroyed no. my fantasy season and and uh, and had all the Yankee fans worried or no? They sat him down for a little bit and he came back. He was great. He was great in the playoffs too. He he came back strong. So whatever he whatever his issue was, he figured it out. When he's running the grounder to first and he's running to first base to cover the bag, <laughs> just walk me through yeah. your emotions during those three seconds. 
Well, usually he doesn't have too many of those because he usually he strikes out most everybody. So it's rare that anybody makes contact. So I'm not sure that that uh, experience has really hit me at all. Okay. Not too often. Okay. Um, I do agree that you have a good bullpen. I'm not positive I 100% like any starter you have. Yeah, I'll give you that. Their rotation is it's got a lot of question marks. It could be great. It could be shaky. I mean, you know, they they have the lineup that will overcome some bad starts. And modern day baseball, I mean, it's all about the bullpen and offense nowadays. Anyway, that seems to be the trend now. So, yeah, their starters are not great, but I can't say I'm like broken up that they didn't go out and throw the bank at you, Darvish, or any of the other options for free agents. Oh God, you know, I was rooting for that. I was rooting for you, Darvish. <laughs> Exactly, I really wanted that one. Disaster. I actually went a, to a perfect I, disaster. I fell asleep one night and right before I fell asleep, I prayed to God that they were going to sign you Darvish. That was what I, <laughs> wow. I picked that over like <laughs> the Trump presidency, homelessness, all the, all the things I could have tried to save. I that's, that was my wish that night. I'm glad that God didn't listen to you. That's uh, good. How old do you think Sabathia is just out of curiosity? How old is Sabathia? Yeah. Um, 37. Exactly. All right. How many career wins do you think Sabathia has? Um, let's see. Um, 220. 237 and only wow, 146 good. losses. Pretty good. And 10 playoff wins. He's, he's, he's flirting with Cooperstown. He kind of is. That's why I brought it up. Like... All right, let's say he goes 15 and 6 this year, 15 and 10 or whatever. Mm. That puts him over 250 wins, which is like at this Pretty point, good. I don't know how many more 300 win winners we're going to see at this point. Um but Did he I think, win a Cy Young? Yeah, he definitely had at least one Cy Young. I would think, right? Of course, I'm looking at I'm on the stupid ESPN stats page. Uh yeah, he had at least one Cy Young. But it was weird cuz we kind of thought his career was over a couple of years ago. It really seemed like it, it was a sad ending for him. It's kind of, I, well, listen, I hate the Yankees, but I, it's, it's kind of a nice story. He had a lot of miles on his arm. And when he led that Brewers team into the playoffs, I mean, they pitched him, I think, like nine innings every day. It was yeah. a ridiculous amount where they were bringing him in from the bullpen because he was all they had. And he single-handedly got them into the playoffs or near the playoffs. And, you know, he pitched a lot for the Indians. So you figured by the time he rolled, got to the Yankees, he was, you know, he had a lot of miles, but he's been able to overcome it. So, um, you know, he had to develop. He can't rely on heat anymore. He's got it. I've read all this stuff where he's actually talked with Andy Pettit and, you know, uses arm angles and does all the things that crafty left-handers do to get people out. So um, he's figured that out. And he gets, you know, he gets a lot of ground balls. And he was really good last year for them. Yeah, he was good. Six All-Star games, 2007 AL Cy Young winner. Okay. 2009 ALCS MVP. I think you still have that t-shirt. The Sabathia ALCS MVP t-shirt is great. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Has the highest war of any active pitcher. Wow. That's something. And finished second rookie of the year. His other, he has four more top five Cy Young finishes. He's a Hall of Famer. (laughs) Sixth in MVP. It's kind of heading that way. I, I think two more years. Get, I think if he gets to 260 wins, and should we do the Mike of the Mag and Dog on it? Uh, <laughs> Mike, how many? How many wins does How many wins does he need? How many? What, what's the number? <laughs> uh, Doug, I think he needs uh, 
I think two two forty gets him in. Two forty. <laughs> no, Mike would say two forty three. By the way, this is a this is a segue or non sequitur here, but since since Francesa left the air, I, I have uh, satellite radio in my car. I've been mm. I've been listening to Mad Dog, mm. and I forgot how much I missed him in my life. Yeah. So especially as recently as yesterday, when he he has been on a crusade because he just read a book about Tom Yawkey. Yeah. And so the Red Sox want to. John Henry wants to change the name of Yawkey Way because Tom Yawkey was a racist, basically, yeah. and, and, ha- and did some bad things racially and is a owner of the Red Sox. So they want to change the name of Yawkey Way. And because Dog has just read this book about Tom Yawkey, he is opposed to changing the name of Yawkey Way. <laughs> so yesterday he was doing <laughs> well, a big thing. a strong about- take. Yeah, so he, he does not want, because he said Tom Yaki did a lot of good charitable things, and you can't just base it on his racism, and that he had, by the time his life ended, he had not been quite as racist, and oh. they should not get rid of Yaki Way and what have you. So he's mm. like, so some guy called up and was saying he was from Boston, and he agreed, and that there was problems with whatever the other, they, they want to call it back to Jersey Street, but there's some problems with whoever Jersey was, that he may have been involved in the slave trade. So, so Mad Dog goes on this classic Mad Dog rant, and he says... I mean, what are we going to do? Like, pull down all the monuments? What about Jefferson? He had 250 kids with Sally Holmes. <laughs> and meanwhile, his slave that he had kids with is Sally Hemings, and he did not have 250 kids with her. I was like, this 250 is, is a lot. Dog. Butchered 250 kids and butchers this woman's name, Sally Holmes. I'm like, this is so good. He's just completely unhinged. I, I forgot how much I missed him. <laughs> He's the big winner of the Francis leaving the fan. Oh yeah, because he has these people, his, and I'm one too. He calls them refugees. If you were like a refugee from the fan, that you've now come to listen to Mad Dog because you don't want to listen to Francesca's replacement. So who could have thought but, the yeah, new show? Who could have thought the new show wasn't going to totally catch on? All people yeah, right. in New York want to hear is is at least one guy with the heaviest New York City accent possible, <laughs> and preferably two. It doesn't matter and who they have, are, and have a personality. You know, I mean. Mm. That's what you need, and that show, the new show doesn't have that, but Mad Dog is just as fantastic as he's always been. Well, you, know, you know what else has personality? Yahoo Fantasy Baseball Draft, spring training in full swing. <laughs> it's time to yes, start sir. thinking about Yahoo. Flex your skills as a real GM. Crush your league with the Yahoo Fantasy app. Now I'm going to make you do this, Jacko. The Yahoo All Fantasy right. app is the number one mobile app in fantasy baseball. Draft trade and manage your team. Right from your phone, the new weekly lineup format makes it even easier to run your team all season. Use the Set Active Players feature to set up your lineup up for the week in one tap. Sign up now at yahoo.com slash fantasybaseball. Create your own league or join a public league. Don't miss out on baseball season. Yahoo Fantasy Baseball is the official fantasy game of Major League Baseball. And since we're here, we talked about SeatGeek earlier. When is U2 going to be at the at the Mohegan? Uh, the day after my birthday, July 3rd. I All was right. late in getting tickets, so. Well, SeatGeek, I'm your I'm your man. Help Listen, me out here. Buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated and confusing. I'm glad you brought Could this be. up. But there is a better, simpler way to buy. SeatGeek. There's seamless mobile experience. You can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. Nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician or band in person. SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. They will save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. Uh, they have plenty of concert, comedy, and theater tickets available, too. Best of all, my listeners on this channel, on this podcast, 
Get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download their app, go to the settings tab, click add a promo code, and then enter r- promo code RINGERMLB. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code RINGERMLB today. And you obviously can do this for uh, Major League Baseball stuff too. I was kind of hoping that Bono would call me up on stage and sing to me for my birthday. But so now with SeatGeek, I can get 20 bucks off my tickets and I'm halfway there to having Bono sing to me. I want to bring up a, a man who's done an unbelievable amount for the Yankees. <laughs> I've never been able to get the Irish accent down. No, no. Have you ever forgiven me for taking my college girlfriend to the U2 concert at the Boston Garden on St. Patrick's Day over you? <laughs> 26, 27 uh, years ago. I still ago. thought of it on Saturday when it was St. Patrick's Day. It still still stings, but luckily I've been able to see you two numerous times since then. So I've got yeah, I should have okay. taken you. Somebody should have told me that young love doesn't last. <laughs> Although if I had taken you, I don't know if you, you would have, I don't know if you would have lived. I'd probably be dead. That's true. You would have been out of your mind. Oh my, I can't even imagine. I think the best St. Patrick's Day we spent together in college, though, was the 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 night that uh, Princeton almost beat Georgetown. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Remember the, that? Days, I do remember. That. Yes. I vaguely. was thinking about that during the six, <laughs> the sixteenth seat over the one, which was like yeah. what we were gunning for that year, and everybody wanted it so bad. It was the the biggest almost win we've seen. Um, quickly, let's go through the lineup. Uh, Aaron Hicks, feeling good about him. Yeah, he's he's another one. Put on a lot of muscle. Yeah, a lot lot of muscle. I mean, nothing. Like maybe some some questions about Aaron Hicks. (laughs) Nothing to see here. (laughs) (laughs) He's got Frank Drebin. (laughs) Nothing to see. It's fine. He put on 28 pounds of muscle in a month. I was going to retweet some picture of him, but I was afraid of getting way too many. A-Rod screamed at me on Twitter 500 times, so I I thought better of it. The best shortstop. Of the decade for the New York Yankees, Didi Gregorius is back. I, I, he's a, he's certainly in the conversation to be the top two. Absolutely, Greg Bird feeling good about him. Um, yeah, I do. He had a good, very good September after he came back from injury, hmm. and. The aforementioned Francesa, this is like Francesa's favorite Yankee. Right before he retired, he was always singing the praises. He was always hyping up Greg Bird, yeah. talking about how the Yankees like Greg Bird. They always thought more highly of him than they did even of Judge. And, you know, you've seen flashes of it, but he's been kind of injury prone. And, and you know, you haven't really seen him put, put it together. He has not had a great spring. Mm. But, yeah, this could be the year for Greg Bird. Should, should Giancarlo Stanton get the first basement ready or no? No, no, no need. Not we're happening. Gonna, we're going to ride with. No, we're going to ride with Greg Bird. Why wouldn't he be a first baseman? He's like six eight. Yeah, there. No, great stretch. He's never played there before. I don't know why they ever. They had. You know, you would think it's every a great athlete. Tall. Played yeah, three sports in high school. Switch, you're not going to have him switch to play first base for the first time at age, you know, whatever he is, twenty eight. So no. Oh, they have Neil Walker. They have Neil Walker or Brandon Drury. They they're infielders. They can play first. Um, I guess you haven't seen. The Red Sox, who just threw Hanley Ramirez there a couple years ago and crossed their fingers. I did see that, yeah. yeah. Um, He'll be featured there a lot more this year, won't he, now that uh, J.D. Martinez is there and they have no place to play him in the outfield? You mean the modern-day Babe Ruth, J.D. Martinez? <laughs> Absolutely. Is that who you're talking Absolutely. about? Right. I mean, he's going to hit at least 360 with 50 home runs. Anything less is really an embarrassment, I would think. Yeah, that's a little low. I mean, the ringer told me that he is, you know, basically John Carlo, but a lot cheaper and maybe better. 
Yeah, so plus I, you can actually that. play in the outfield. He, <laughs> sure. We traded for him in my keeper league, and he hit like four four hundred for us with like a twenty eight homers or something in two and a half months. It was insane. He's the best right, player who's ever been on any fantasy team I've ever had. Maybe they'll put the baseballs in a humidor in Boston for him, like they did in Arizona or whatever they do out there. So oh, I'm sure it'll be the same. The, I'm sure the same in the AL East will be just like playing in the NL West. Listen, I'm just glad we have guys on the team where when the camera hones in on their face in the first inning of a day game, I don't have to worry. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You can't totally say the same. I'm just saying I'm a little more comfortable with with the off-field off habits. The saddest thing is Red Sox fans and media trying to talk themselves into the fact that like J.D. Martinez puts the fear of God into other teams like Big Poppy did. I mean, it's a joke. Like, oh, we finally got our big middle-of-the-order bat. I, I, now, this may bite me in the ass. I'm not the least bit afraid of J.D. Martinez. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm, I just okay. know the guy's a good hitter. He's, he had a very good year last year. He's been good when there's been other guys hitting around him that pitchers fear more, like Cabrera in Detroit or Goldschmidt in Arizona. But now he's got to be the guy. And I'm going to tell you, like, as a Yankee fan, I hated to see Manny come up. I hated to see Ortiz come up. And Red Sox fans are like, oh, now we've got the same guy again. No, you don't. It's J.D. Martinez. I'm, I'm not the least bit afraid. I don't know how you had to turn this I into an attack. <laughs> and then you have a bunch of white guys as as your infielders. Your utility yeah. dudes, Dreary, Wade, a bunch of those guys. I like Neil Tyler Wade. I'm still Neil Walker, who they, who... All my ringer dudes were all fired up about. Zach Cram, our baseball savant, said Neil Walker yeah. was like one of the sneaky signings of the year. They got him for like twenty bucks or something too yeah. from like that from the unsigned free agent camp or whatever. So yeah, it's great. He's he's good, and they, you know they have Glaber Torres and they have Miguel Andahar who was lighting it up in the spring mm. in the minors, like you know champing at the bit to get up to the majors. So they got they got good position all around. I can't imagine watching a Yankees Red Sox game and being afraid of somebody named Neil Walker, but apparently he's good. <laughs> well, especially when he's going to be hitting like eighth or ninth in this lineup and he's a legit major league hitter. Yeah. How many wins? What's your guess? For the Yanks, I think they're going to win 95 games. 95 games? Yeah. Okay. What's the over under? I'm Vegas? looking at regular season wins. Wow. 94 and a half. Oh, my God. I've been perfect at this. It's pretty good. I guess Sebastian's age to the number, pretty close on his wins. What do you think the Red Sox are? They're over under 88. 92. Oh, really? Oh, Vegas thinks a little more highly of J.D. Martinez than I do. Home run, home run leaders. Who's going to have the most home runs in baseball? So both leagues eligible for this. Mm-hmm. Stanton plus 325 is your favorite. Your next favorite? Wow. His buddy, his running mate, the Aaron great Judge. the great Aaron Judge at six to one. There you go. JD Martinez, the modern day Babe Ruth, weighing in at fifteen to one. Wow. Regular season AL MVP. <laughs> yep. Mike Trout favored plus one seventy five sure. for the hundredth straight year. Uh Stanton's ten to one, Judge fifteen to one. What's we'll Altuve? Neil Walker, twenty to one. No. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Altuve is four to one. <laughs> And then, uh, and then MLB divisions, we have the AL East, the Yankees favored minus one twenty, the Red Sox plus one forty. Last but not least, the AL Cy Young, Luis. Luis, as long as I'm not pitching in a month that <laughs> rhymes with October, I'm fine. Severino, at ten to one. 
<laughs> Tanaka at 20 to one. Apparently nobody watched him pitch there in the regular season last year. Apparently not. Yeah. Uh, Otani 30 to one. I would not recommend that bet. No, God, no. I, why didn't you sign Otani? I would, if he had gotten shelled in the spring training game on the Yanks, like he did on the angels last week, I would have been out of my mind. Delighted. <laughs> I'm so happy. I wanted no part of that. I, I did do some jokey tweets way back when, but I wanted no part of that. I, I am off the train on this hype from these guys from Japan ever since Dice K and his gyro ball. And then, you know, <laughs> he was going to throw 120 with oh a gyro God. ball. Give me a freaking break. Come I'm on. still recovering from those Dice K starts. They're at least three hours in the fourth inning. Uh, Remember how they hyped up like, oh, this guy can handle the pressure because he pitched at the Japanese high school baseball championships. Mm. Like that was, you know, the bottom of the ninth in the World Series. Yeah. Take it easy. Well, the good news I'll is... I'll believe it when I see it with Otani. He's pitching in Anaheim, which means he's going to have about 20,000 angry people who live in the Anaheim Irvine area and really nobody else caring. Uh, David, right. David Price, 25 to 1 to win the sign. Just throwing that out there. Sure. Rick Porcello, 80 to 1. Wow. I, they like couldn't make that number high enough. There. Yeah, they, they couldn't make that number high enough. My favorite is James Shields is 500 to 1. They wow. just basically put every starter on this. To break into my kid's college fund and put some down on that James Shield action. What's funny is Eduardo Rodriguez is not even listed, and he's the starter wow. that I have the highest hopes for on the Red Sox this year. I actually think he's Isn't going to he be really good. Up? Doesn't he have something wrong with his knee? Well, or something? he's fine. His knee was hurt last year. Uh, he was pitching was great, and he hurt his knee. Took a while to come back, and then started showing signs again. But I, I'm a believer. I, I, I'm a believer of Erod. Uh, speaking is of Rods, is still in the league? I, I haven't followed the Red Sox that closely. Does he still there. play? He's fine. He's fine. How old's Dustin? Only, speaking of ages, only eight years to go in his contract. We're fine. He's fine. <laughs> it's over in 2028. Forty-three. Nah, it's fine. It's fine. Like, short guys Good. age well. They they don't. It's not. There's not a lot of wear and tear in the bodies other than the and nine, nine surgeries. Day first baseman. That's well, good. That'll work. You know, you know as you that's never good. know, the team takes shape in June. All right, we can <laughs> we can go over my team uh, later this month. Excellent, Jacko. As always, this was an absolute pleasure. Good time. I will uh, I will talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. All the best. Thanks to SeatGeek and thanks to Yahoo Fantasy. And don't forget to check out the BS podcast this week because we have the Bennett Brothers, Brian Koppelman's coming, a whole bunch of good stuff. Uh, until then, thanks, Jacko. See ya.